0: Hey, what's up y'all? It's Whitley and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. I'm so glad to be back. Thank y'all for letting me just go on this week-long, you know, break of creating. Uh, I do not think this is work at all. Um, I love getting on here, talking and sharing my experience and, you know, hearing y'all's feedback and just feeling and knowing that you're getting value from these conversations but i definitely needed a mental emotional break of putting the pressure on myself um to still create and you know this episode is not about this but i just want to insert this that if you ever get those feelings that you know oh, I need to take a break, even if that thought crosses your mind or even if it's mentally, sometimes we definitely know when to give ourselves those breaks physically, like if you're on a health journey. Uh, But sometimes your spirit and your emotions need a break too. Sometimes you're mental and uh, if you're a creative or uh, you're producing something all the time or you're a teacher and you're whatever capacity and you're always pouring out, you have to understand that, like, you need a break as well. You know, you you have to take that time for yourself. And sometimes that's God trying to pull you back so that you can be replenished and be renewed. Um, the age old saying is you can't pull from an empty cup. And usually we re- relate that to just relationships. But it is my belief now that even when you're called to do something and you feel like it's purposeful work, that even your purpose can begin to burden and drain you because your purpose comes with a responsibility. You know, um, even though this is a podcast with a very low, you know, format, like right now I'm in my car, I'm headed to this conference, this is Car Chronicles, um, I could just put my headphones in and talk. I still have to be thoughtful about what I'm going to talk about. I still want to be thoughtful about the overall presentation. There are posts that I put up in alignment on my other pages. Um, So there are things that still have to be thought about and considered even as I just feel like I'm doing purposeful work. So yeah, don't forget that even when you're walking in your purpose that, you know, if you are religious, you grew up in religion, then you know Jesus. He stole away a lot by himself. You know, he said, I got to be about my father's business. And when his disciples would be like, let's go over here and heal these people. Let's go about He Like, nah, my man, y'all go ahead into the next city. I'm going to go over here and pray for a while. I'll go meet y'all. So that um, that ability to pull yourself back when you know that it's time to do so, to do that. And to heed to that calling is very essential, I believe, to your growth. Um, because in my belief, our creativity is loaned to us by a divine spirit greater. I don't think it's my own. I think the downloads and the things that I talk about and the way that I talk about them, were of course a combination of my experiences but also the divine just kind of flowing to me giving me a unique perspective and a a clarity to speak about them in the way that I've been graced to do so and I would say the same thing for you whatever it is that you're doing in your life that you've been graced to do that and sometimes you gotta you know pull it back and get new downloads and rejuvenate your spirit and your mind so that it'll just be able to flow easily but anyways that four four minutes is not what this episode is about um uh, this episode is actually about i am thinking about the naysayers so um while i was on this break i have been putting more just thought and consideration into like my personal brand my personal page so yes I have the feminine arts academy yes I have this podcast and uh things as I talk about relationships and self love but there's also me that you know as I've developed myself in the darkness and began to re identify who is Whitley uh what does she like where does she like to go you know what matters to her what does she want to be seen as, you know, it's some things that I've figured out and some things that I'm still exploring, but I've been wanting my personal page, like on Instagram or even Facebook, the things that I post, I've been wanting that to reflect the holistic v- view of who I am. So people who have known me in the past, like they might know me as a dancer and I really don't just identify as a dancer. That's part of what I do. But honestly, I like to choreograph more than I like to actually, um always be in the forefront i like to direct i like to create a direct i like to do things like this like i like to talk i like to write i like to create in all of these different forms and i love to think about things deeply i love to have great conversation and so i've been you know trying to find a balance of how do i show that also you know on my personal page without like you know boring people as well <laughs> So um in this past week, I've been posting like more videos of maybe my home routine. And today was actually the first time I went live. Like the first video, I was like, I'm just going to record it and then I'm going to post it because <laughs> it, it, you know, put down some of my nerves, like going face to face and like if people join or not. But this morning, I finally went live and I will tell y'all before I went live, like it took me like 20 minutes because I was like oh like just so nervous and as I'm driving I was I asked myself like what what exactly were you nervous about because you've been in front of crowds before like you've been doing this even since undergrad like I know you're not afraid of public speaking you're a performer so I'm not I wasn't afraid of that and I was like man that's a good question and I asked myself these questions because I really do like to understand myself you know, and somebody may think I'm crazy or think that's such a trivial question to ask, but I wanted to understand my nervousness because I was really, really hesitant. And when I asked myself that question and, and answered it truthfully, I was like, you know, I wasn't per se nervous about getting on live. I wasn't, I was okay if nobody, I would really prefer if nobody joined. I ended up having four viewers at the time, you know, but I, I wasn't nervous per se about, you know, going live at all. What I was nervous about is because I think that the message that I have and I that I had at least this morning, if you want to go watch it, but on both my regular Facebook and my regular page, uh, Wit Wit Hooray, um, I talked about, I titled it Sunday Service because today is Sunday as I record this podcast and I did that Instagram live. And then um, I titled it Sunday Service, He Cheated on Me, and It Was My Fault. You know, and I went in and I talked about accountability. I talked about, you know, reidentifying our past and things like that. I'm not going to have this conversation here because we've had it on here in other episodes of the podcast. But also, uh, you can just go watch that. It's only like 30 minutes, so it's very short. Um, but I talked about that and what I was nervous about is because I feel like you know certain messages I'm beginning to realize are not for everybody like you can be all out and you can use yourself as an example but if it's an unpopular message meaning that what you say is going to make somebody reflect on themselves differently, or it's going to, you know, highlight them in a certain way because a lot of us struggle in some of these areas. And this is another reason why I created a podcast and I've made my femininity private. And I have to, you know, I have to accept the people who ask to join, is because. I feared that. I feared like naysayers. I only wanted people to be a part who were on this journey with me. And I feel like now God is telling me, you know, yes, still have that safe space. Like me doing this podcast, this is a safe space. Because I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're seeking this information. And even if it upsets you, you know that you can stop listening to it at any time. You know, but everybody is not going to go out their way to go and click on my link and go th- do this. And I know that. So I have more freedom talking about certain subjects on this platform or on my blog or on my private femininity page than I would have this type of conversation on like my other public pages where people who have known me for a long time can view it if they want to or they'll see it like I'm much more like very reserved about that but I but in my um kind of alone time this week my rest time God has really been dealing with me on integrating myself and what that means is that you know, there's a saying that wherever you go, there you are. And the thing is, the things that I'm talking about, I'm really becoming that. I feel like I am what I'm talking about, but I'm continuing to become that. And I can't be afraid anymore of allowing who I'm becoming to be seen Especially in front of people who think they've known me for an extended part of time, like I have to t- the same thing I tell y'all: you have a right to change. I'm t- having to tell myself that, but I'm also having to live it. And so now, you know, having certain conversations on my open platform where people don't have to click a link—like if they've been following me, they can see. Okay, this is the way Whitley thinks. This is what she' on there talking about. Like it's an open forum that scared the mess out of me this morning, and so what I was afraid of was the naysayers, you know whether they commented or not because there's a bunch of platforms that I follow with people who have a lot of influence. I don't think I have a lot of followers right now, but um there's people that I follow who make a whole lot of sense, and you'll be surprised how many people are in the comments just say nasty things or just like to argue. Like to have a disagreeable spirit, I'm just like, wow, like they ain't even do nothing to you, or if you don't like the message that much, why do you keep listening, or why do you keep subscribing to their page? And, um, in some ways, I think I fear that, you know. And, but once I'm able to identify the fear, then it's like, okay, I gotta do this anyway, so. That rebellion against that fear was me going live anyway and saying this message exactly how it was downloaded to me, with all honesty and all truth, and understanding that the people who the message is for is going to get it. You know, the people who it's not for, you're not gonna get it. It's not gonna be for you. It's not gonna resonate. And then the people who feel like they need to comment or say something, you know, in a disagreeable way, they're gonna do that too. But that that should not deter me. And I'm inviting you to think the same way, to continue to rise in who you are, to continue to put your message out there or to do what you know you need to be doing right now or to become who you need to become. Because you're, sometimes we don't even know this is a fear, but sometimes we're more afraid of success than we are afraid of failure. A lot of us don't have a fear of failure. You'd be surprised when you look at what you've accomplished. You don't have a fear of failure. A lot of us have a fear of success because we know success also comes with elevated elevated haters. It also comes with people who are going to disagree with you, who are going to fight against your message, who are going to, you know, try to critique you or criticize you and tell lies and all of that. And I think a lot of us know that intuitively and though we never probably say it or articulate it that's what we fear so we keep ourselves stuck or we keep ourselves small or we continue to you know allow ourselves to stay a certain way or in a certain place or continue to have conversations and do certain things that we've really outgrown because we fear the naysayers we fear those people who are going to remind us well remember when you was well remember this Oh, who she thinks she is? Like, we're afraid of that. Even if we don't think we are, some of us are. And I had to identify that fear within myself. And I thought this conversation today was important because each new level that you are going to, whether it's in your weight loss journey, whether it's in, you know, you working on your appearance whether it's you working on your mindset, whether it's working on what you eat, whether it's the music you listen to, whether it's the environments you go in, whether it's the conversations you start having and the ones you stop having. There are going to be people who are going to be uncomfortable with who you're becoming, especially if they know you when You were not that. You were not eating that. You were not looking like that. You were not handling things like that. You were not thinking that way. You were not saying that. And some people have the audacity to kind of continue to remind you of who you are. And some do it just out of like jest because they trying to have something to relate to you by. So I don't say this to make everybody who does that a hater because some people just try to find ways to continue to relate to you they don't they don't know how else to relate to you then the memories that y'all made in the past you know Um, but some people will do it out of spite to keep you in your place to keep you in your lane to keep you fearful of growing beyond them because as you grow because y'all have been on this journey together so there is no excuse you don't have any more tools your toolbox that they have you just saw them and began to use them then you begin to reflect their weaknesses back to them and people even if they want to be happy for you sometimes if they're not willing to do the work or they're not doing the work or they're not willing to discipline themselves they're gonna spew off their negativity to you by sometimes reminding you of who you were putting you on front street having a disagreeable spirit and sometimes these can be strangers who can do this because you're upsetting her and her girlfriends (laughs) like you're upsetting who she knows she can oh she needs to grow out of as well and so um I, I think this message is important because if you find yourself in this position as well where you're becoming nervous because you're being called to step out of your comfort zone, whatever that comfort zone is, whether it is making videos, whether it is making podcasts, whether it is going live, whether it is starting a blog, whether it is going out to perform more, going out to uh, to open mic nights, whatever it is that you do, whether it is asking for more responsibility at your current job, whether it is applying for a new job and letting people know, hey, I'm putting in my two weeks notice. Wherever you can apply this apply this message where where necessary it probably came up in your mind as i was talking if this message was for you whatever came up in your mind that's where god is asking you right now to make a new decision that you're going to rise you're going to go anyway despite the naysayers i was on facebook uh i want to say yesterday And this, uh, this woman, she had posted a, um, she had reposted this, uh, what is it? She had reposted a, like a post that went viral and it was from a young man and he, and you could tell he was probably like, I'll give them the most 20, but they look about 18, 19 and he posted um him and his girlfriend like at the park they did like painting with a twist but they uh he made a picnic for her he took her on a date and he was like you know four months ago i didn't even know if i was into dating at all like i didn't i didn't know if i wanted a relationship and i definitely if i did go dating it wasn't gonna be you know going on going to the park and painting you know sipping on wine but he was like you know i so thank my girlfriend You know, or this woman is what he said. But I so thank uh, this woman, my girlfriend, for opening me up and taking me out of my comfort zone. And the girl that I follow who reposted it, she was like, am I the only one who thinks this backstory isn't cute? And so that's when I read the post and I was like, you know, I think that's actually beautiful. And so I commented on the post. I was like, you know, I think it's beautiful. Um, because to me it speaks to the ability a woman, the capacity a woman has to influence a man being able to expose him, you know, to something he didn't know he he liked or wanted to do just because of who she was to him. And she responded back like very argumentative and I know she didn't mean anything by it, but she was just like, uh four months, you know, it took him four months to take her on a picnic, I'll pass and plus I think women need to get out of the mindset that they can change a man I don't think that's her job and I looked at that and I was like hmm you know she has a point and I wanted to come back and and say something like hey like I don't think you know it's a woman's job to change a man any anyhow like in my mind I was like I didn't even put change a man even in my initial comment like I think change and influence are two different things, but that's just me. You know, we can argue semantics and, um, and I personally don't think, you know, I didn't see anywhere where he said, you know, she, she coerced him, you know, it, the message is coming from him. It'll be different if she was saying this and I had to force him to do this for four months and I had to be patient with him. I probably would have thought different, but this is coming from him. You know that he's happy his woman exposed him to something new and i thought that was beautiful that's what i comment on but this woman like she wanted to argue her point and what i realized and and this is because i i don't know her personally but i know her personally and i know she's a young woman and she was married and she's been divorced and sometimes when i see her post about relationships and other contexts in general or dating i can tell she still has some bitterness and resentment towards her own experience so her perspective on the post that we both are looking at we both are reading the same message we're interpreting it different because she's she's looking at that message from her experiences that she's taking time to process or not it's not for me to monitor her um her healing but i know that the comment she was making, I was like, "I don't even think he said that, and I didn't say that in my message, but to me, that's a woman who's operating from her pain, so she's seeing things and she's hearing things from the pain of her own experience with men, and that is what is a lot going on in in the world today, and i don't and I just don't relate that to relationships, but I relate that to whatever you're doing is that people are going to confront you from their own life experiences. Everybody is living from their own truth and what we have to realize is called your truth because it's your truth. And just so happen you may have thousands of people who resonate with your truth, but you may have those two or three or you may have another thousand who do not resonate with your truth because their truth has been tainted by something else. And we have to learn to be okay with that. You know, we have to learn that. You know, that is a part of the process, and it is not our job to convince them otherwise. All I did was like homegirl's message because I I told myself, even if I tried to clarify myself or put my points or extract exactly what he said and reiterated she is sold on what she thinks right now and there is no convincing her otherwise and sometimes we need to allow people that space and allow ourselves to accept that as well sometimes we think it's our job to like convince people otherwise because we know whatever we're giving whatever we're offering whatever it is that we want to do is a value But just as well as in one of my episodes when I talked about us being able to perceive value, we have to understand that people won't always be able to perceive the value and what it is that we carry and who it is that we are. Everybody's not going to like us. And so if you carry this notion that you're always going to be likable or agreeable because God gave you this message or because you're talented or skilled in this area, You're going to be limited and you're going to continue to be, um, to allow, you're going to continue to allow, you know, what you're experiencing to distract you from your true message and you're going to be um, disheartened all the time, you know, or you're going to give up. Because the haters and the naysayers and the beg to differ spirits, they're not going anywhere. They're going to always exist. And even more are going to come as you gain more influence, more popularity. So if even in your, you know, small circle where you got a little bit of influence, where you got one, two or three people continuously following you, where you got a hundred people following you and you can't handle somebody not agreeing with what you have to say, man... You're not going to be able to rise above that. You're not going to be able to handle the type of influence that's coming if you continue to trust yourself and your message. Because the naysayers, they're going to be there whether you like it or not. And they're only going to multiply. (laughs) Yes. And um, even if you didn't grow up in church, y'all know I'll use the Bible as a reference But I think Jesus was such a model of a great teacher and somebody who was just in his business. He was about his business and his business only. Even he said, I can't even do miracles in my hometown because they want to see they because of their unbelief. They still see me as the boy who grew up here instead of the man now who's 30 years old doing and creating miracles. It don't matter what the next city then told them in this street. I'm on here laying hands and I'm saving lives and they still want to hold me to my past so you know what he told his disciples to do and he modeled it he said i gotta dust my feet of them and he actually dusted his sandals off and kept his step into the next city he said i can't do any good works here because of their unbelief their unwillingness to see me beyond who i used to be and that's on them because they city need healing they people need healing just as much and i got a message for them i got the healing i am the healing i am the word but they don't want to hear it from me they too stuck on who i was so you know what i gotta dust my feet of them and i gotta keep it moving and when he was training up his disciples he told them to do the same thing he said look don't try to convince people of who you are in the message that you carry you got to only focus on those people who are willing. That when you say to them, do you want to walk and be healed? That when you say, get up and pick up your bed and walk, that they get up and walk. If somebody want to have a bag to different spirit, well, last time such and such told me to walk. I couldn't walk. And when Nene came over here and she was trying, you want to deal with people like that? And you're going to keep on arguing with them? Then you're going to stuck and you're going to miss the people in the next city that God is trying to bring you to. So it is not your job to convince people of who you are, to convince people of what you have to say, to convince people of your talent, of your abilities, or even to convince people of your value. If they cannot perceive it, it is not for them. and It is not your, it is not your job to convince them otherwise. So y'all, that is the Sunday message for today. I love y'all so much. And if this message was for you, you you know it's for you. And if you have been called to go the next step or to do something that takes you out of your comfort zone, press play on it. Press play on it because we're not playing you staying stuck and you staying in who you think you were. Or you staying afraid and staying small because you worried about becoming successful in the things that come with success. You were made for such a time as this. Pick up your bed and go. I love y'all so much. Um, Please let me know if this message resonates with you, what you're working through. I would love to hear from you. Um, You can reach me on all of my social media arts feminine on twitter wandering whitley on both facebook and instagram and the feminine arts academy on both facebook and instagram you can also follow my personal page at whit whit w-h-i-t-w-h-i-t-h-u-r-r-a-y don't laugh at how i spell hooray um and you can also visit my website whitleyngreen.com where i have my blog there Um, in my contact information. I love y'all so very much. Be blessed and remember to get in alignment so that you can receive your assignment. Bye-bye.